Good evening, everybody. This is Will Parks with my co-host. Ryan Condren. What's up? What's up? This is the long-anticipated, much-loved, and one of the best podcasts, if not the best podcast, in College Park, Maryland. This is Thoughts on Thoughts, everybody. We're fucking back. It's so great to be back. We're so back. We're here bringing you episode five. Now, you might be thinking, wait, where was episode three? Wait, where was episode four? And uh, unfortunately, those are behind a paywall. Uh, if you're a sub- subscriber to Thoughts on Thoughts Plus Edition, you will be able to see those on SoundCloud, but, you know, got to spend money to get some good entertainment. So uh, we're yeah. bringing you episode five for free, so consider that a gift. Wow. So the good thing about episode five we're doing here is uh, we've got callers calling in already. We're doing top fives for episode five. Five different categories, five in each category. We'll get into those later. Uh but I'm going to decline this call for now because, you know, Ryan, I think we, it's time we tell the listeners a little bit about what we've been up to lately. Yeah, it's been a couple months since our last episode, I think uh, maybe back in May. So, yeah, it's been a while. But uh, just because you're not hearing thoughts on thoughts every week doesn't mean we don't exist. So uh, how about I start with myself? How about that, Will? Go right ahead. Uh, so, yeah, some of you guys may know I've been living in uh, La Crosse, Wisconsin for about the last four months, chilling out here. Uh, doing us doing some work, trying to get some on the job experience and making some cash while I'm at it. Uh, and Wisconsin's been pretty chill, you know. Obviously, Packers football, great beer, great cheese, and uh, you can get hammered. And best part, you can start rocking your fall fits already. Yeah. You stepping out in like some jackets, flannels, that type of shit, dude. You can have three layers on by next week, and oh, you're chilling. Fuck. That's fucking nice. Well, you know, you guys know me. I'm just still rooting around here in, in regular old Maryland doing my thing. Had a busy summer. I was a corporate slave for about uh, three months. Stacked that bread. And, uh, well, the big news over the last couple of days or last couple of weeks is I broke my fucking leg. Brutal. Cra- cracked right in half. And uh, we'll get in a little more detail on that later on in the show, but um, I am safe. Thank you for all the prayers and the thoughts. You know, you get all of the our fans, the You're thoughts welcome. who watch this podcast, you've been coming out in scores, and you know I am injured, um, but Your I will do this. Not. Yep. Your spirit is not. I will say that. Yep. And I do it for my fans. You know, I'm, I'm never going to stop for my fans. They'll have to break like all my other legs and stuff, but, you know, for, for Jesus and the fans. Yeah, um, otherwise, you know, we're both doing pretty good. Senior year, don't really give a fuck about school, but uh, job hunt going well. I'm actually going down to New Orleans in a couple weeks, do a little interview. You know, nothing big. But uh, how about without further ado, we get into our first topic. All right, let's do it. So, first topic, this is one that is of almost constant debate. If you live in College Park, I'm sure you've had this conversation before. We're talking top five bars in College Park. 
Very, very uh, controversial, I would say. Um, you know, a lot of, lot of pros and cons each bar, you know, better food, better drinks, cheaper drinks, better on Fridays, better on Saturdays. Limitless possibilities. Just like that. Yeah. And uh, you want to kick it off? Let's do five, four, three, two, one, and then yeah, I like that. Uh, Nate and get it going. Do we have a guest for this? Um, we've got a couple people calling in. I think why don't we do our five, and then we'll let the guests call in and give their five. How about that? That sounds great. Love that. All right. You mind if I start? Go right ahead. My number five, Big Play Backyard Sports Grill, located on the corner of Hartwick and Route One. Little underrated, little out of the way, but uh, great drinks, great sports, and great food. I and mean, great atmosphere and great people. And you have locals there too, college yeah. kids. You know, great mix. It's Always just a fun like a time. Hole in the wall type thing. You know, it's just kind of like tucked away. It's just kind of cute. Like, yeah. Actually, I'm, my five, my number five was also Big Play, and oh. I've only I've only actually been to Big Play um, once. But it was a pretty good time. Um, I didn't get harassed too much by the, the waitress. It was pretty, it, you know, it kind of sucked. But, like, there are definitely bars that are much worse than Big Play. Correct? I think we're all safe in assuming that. Yeah. So, uh, very strong drinks. Uh, pretty expensive. Um, not that great. But there it is. Top five. Hey, there's a reason it's not number one. But it can slide in number five. Yeah. Yeah. That's safe. All right. What's your top four, bud? All right, my number four, controversial to some, agreed upon by many, Bentley's. That's right, R.J. Bentley's Filling Station, number four. Obviously a great historical place in Maryland, but I think recently drink drink prices are going up. Fridays and Saturdays are packed with freshmen and underage kids grimily dancing on the dance floor. Oh, that's terrible. With the exception of burgers on Wednesdays, there's not much else to do there. That's the that's its one saving grace is burgers on Wednesdays. Otherwise, I don't want to be within a fucking mile of that place. It is disgusting. Have you heard the story about um, Brandon Farrell was working there? Or maybe it was him. No, it was Nick Anderson. And he walks into the girls' bathroom afterwards to clean stuff up. There is a human turd in a fucking cup next to the toilet. That wow. is a place that has not seen the eyes of God in in decades, perhaps. Garbage. It should be raised. You know what? I'm going to say it now. Well. It's not even in my top five. I didn't even fucking rank it. That place is dead. I'd rather drink at home alone than go to Bets. You heard it here first. So let's. Uh, right, so well. anyway, my top four is uh, is turf. Yeah, <sighs> I slighted it a little bit. I slighted it. it. No, I. I mean turfs. Turf's a wild card because I mean it could be it could be pretty poppins, good dance floor, some good vibes, but most of the time it's just kind of like it's fucking turf. Like I don't. There's not much else to be said. I don't know. I've uh, I've done a bit of a 180 on on a little TT Terrapin Turf. Uh, they've they've had some decent DJs there on some Thursday nights, Friday some nights. They don't. And, uh, they get if it gets crowded, it's pretty fun. Drinks about the same as everywhere else, but uh, yeah, dance floor with the, where they actually play some pretty decent EDM with a DJ, and it gets it's lit. So uh, yeah, I, I put turf at number two for me. Damn! Um, whoa, whoa, so, yeah, whoa, whoa! Don't runner up action. 
So yeah, I'm, I disagree with you a little bit there. Wait a minute, you were the, you were there on on Halloween during our experience of turf on Halloween when we the fucking yeah, bouncer. Well, that's fucking turf. That's your turf at number two. It was the one that we got wristbands for, paid $7 at 7.30 on Halloween night. We come back with wristbands on, and we get fucking turned away at the door. We bought, we paid $7. We invested $7 to skip that fucking line, and they didn't let us. And no, I, came I, wipe my ass, I wipe my ass with $7 bills. I'll just say that. Okay. 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 I, I see what this is about. You know, you're probably one of the guys that slips the bathroom due to five and gets to use the private shitter too, aren't you? That's me. All right, let's move on to the next one. All right, my number three. three, So I had Big Play 5, Bentley's 4. My number three, Looney's. Looney's Pub, right under the varsity. I think this place is kind of underrated. That's why I put it at three, not four or five. Uh, Food there is great. Watch games there. Game day, basketball, after football games, so much fun. Even an occasional weeknight, you can go there and have a great time. Mm Uh, drinks can be a little bit more expensive there versus other places, but I'd still say it's a top three co- uh, college park bar. Yeah. Um, I actually have Looney's higher. I like it a lot. It's great after a tailgate. That's my that's my big thing about Looney's. After a fucking tailgate, whoo, love it. My three, this could be a little surprise to some people, I put Milk Boy as my number three. Yeah, deep pick. Oh. No, I, I can say why. Number one, good food. I think we can all agree on that. Number two, and this has happened since you left, Ryan, on weekdays, uh, I believe it's starting at 11. Yeah, starting at 11 p.m., they do $3 beers or shots at, at Milk Boy, meaning you could have a shitty, shitty time at Turf or Bents or wherever, and if you're like, look, I need to get drunk fast, I'm going to go someplace not that crowded, not full of freshmen because you have to be 21. You go to fucking Milk Boy, six Eight bucks gets you a shot and a brew. Boom. You're back at it. That's not a bad deal at all, actually. Yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna definitely have to reconsider if I... I'll, I'll, I'll go there uh, maybe next February, cold out, rock, oh, rock yeah. a nice jacket. I don't know. By then it might be too late. It'll get mainstream. You know, I'm a little ahead of the curve on this. I took a risk putting it in the podcast. You might not. You might need to hold that thought for uh, next February when I'm swinging through. True. All right. right. Numero well, dos. My number two. Obviously, I had turf earlier. We already mentioned that, but yeah, I just want to reiterate: great EDM, fun party, overall good time. Well, what's your what's your number two? My number two is Looney's. As we talked earlier, I'm a big uh, big Looney's guy. It's kind of like a family bar, you know. Like there is one you go there. I, 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 went, I went there for um, Easter Sunday. Had my Easter brunch there at Loon's. Bottomless mimosas. Fucking great time. Great, great time. Shout out to all the thoughts that went at that uh, Easter Easter brunch. Did you leave a chair for Jesus? Oh, yeah. And we prayed. We prayed before reading. Yeah, that was big. Amen to that. Fuck yeah. Amen. All right. So it sounds one. like we're going to agree here on we're number one. Total consensus. Very much. Very Come on, much. say the name. Let's go. All right, here it is. Cornerstone. Cornerstone. Yeah. Oh, that's the best one. Heart and soul of College Park, I think. Right oh, in the yeah. corner of uh, right in the corner of Knox, Route 1, right in the middle Ooh. of everything. You have food Ooh. on one side, the houses wall. on the other. Perfect location right near yep. the 
the bus stops for the freshmen. You have rails, you have drafts. That's fun, the thing that I love about Cornerstone is like it's it's it can fit any type of range of like how crazy you want to get. You want to go on there Monday and not do anything, just kind of sit around, have a few drinks, get some good food? Sure. You want to go there on Wednesday night for fucking rails when it gets crazy upstairs? Go ahead. Everything in between, too. You do happy hour at Cornerstone? Delicious. Great. Drafts at Cornerstone? Now, I have one thing to say about drafts at Cornerstone that I will say is, is a bit of a negative. I almost considered going Cornerstone, too, because of this. There are too many fucking thoughts at drafts at Cornerstone lately. Way too many. You know why, Ryan? Yeah, I'm not going to argue with you there. Yeah. I mean, I, I swear to God, people will come into Cornerstone at 10 p.m. wearing bars outfits, looking to get dicked down. It's a fucking Sunday night. Like, I have class tomorrow. Yeah, there's football on. Yeah, there's football on. I'm just trying to watch, eat a burger, a couple of brews, watch some football in peace, you know? Hey, well, you've been waiting all day for Sunday night, and you go to the bar, try to watch Sunday night with your boys. That's the last thing you want. Yeah. Um, and I think it's because of that damn apple cider too. You know that's the fucking culprit. Because you can just house those things. Yeah. Girl, guy, anybody. I think it'd be fair to say that apple cider, that uh, that cider beer has done uh, more bad for society than good. I absolutely agree. I mean, maybe it's made of money, but at what cost, Ryan? At what cost? I mean, at that point, you're just selling your morals to right down the drain. Exactly. But hey, still, best bar in College Bar. Agree. Yeah. All right, well, we've got callers chomping at the bit. My phone's blowing up. So let's take our first caller. Uh, he asked me to call him back. He's been ringing me nonstop. This is a longtime favorite of the show. We've got Sean Young on the line. Ooh, love Sean. Great yeah. guy. Welcome to Thoughts on Thoughts, buddy. How you doing? I'm doing great. Glad to be here, man. I've also got my boy uh, Trevor Hot Mons over here. Hello, hello. Good to be on the show. Ooh, a double caller. All right, this is interesting. Hey, twins. Twins. That's right. Well, guys, we've just gone through our top five bars in College Park, but we want to hear from you. So just name them all out. I'd start at five and go up to one. I think that's the best way to do it. Okay, you want and the then, definitive ranking then? Yeah. Definitive, as definitive as you can get. And just saying, we might interrupt you if, you're, if your picks are bad and we disagree. We might go after you a little bit, but hey, you got to answer, but, you know. Yeah. So go ahead. Okay, all right, all right. Yeah, I'll give, you, I'll give you the worst one first, and we'll just, we'll go from there. We'll see how that goes. Okay, okay. Uh, just barely skating by and making the rankings. It's got to be terrible turf. Hmm. You know, I, I had it at four, but. Oh, all right. Yeah. Well. I would have it at six, but I was led to believe that Potomac Pizza did not count as a bar. That is correct, unfortunately. Okay, then yeah, I'm going to call it number five. All right, what's your number four, bud? Uh, number four would be R.J. Bentley's. Boo! Uh, it is number four and not number five for the sole fact that it acknowledges how uh, trashy it is. That's fair. Yeah, they're yeah. they're not hiding anything. They know yeah. that they're accessible. That's a floor. I can't complain there. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, Ryan right. seems to uh, turf seems to not be willing to accept their ranking. Maybe that's kind of why I hate it. They they put on little turf airs. They have the bathroom attendant. 
Like, you're a shitty college park bar. Just be a shitty college park bar. Right. All right, what's your number three? Uh, number three is going to be Milk Boy. My man. Yep, exactly. And and tell him why. Um, well, it's number three in the ranking, as opposed to four or five, based on uh, the sole fact that it's not turf or fence. We'll take that. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's going to put it up there pretty significantly. That's, that's a lot of points for me. I heard there was a new bar opening up. And they said, you know, uh, it's not turf or fence, and I was intrigued. Yeah, I I was too. I think we all were. Very much not turf or fence. That is a fact. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah um, I've actually checked the Google Maps, and the addresses are distinct. That's good. That's yes. good. You want to do that? Yeah, um, I did, did you? Due diligence for your podcast. Right. All right. What's your next one, bud? Um, my next one's got to be loons. Agree. One hundred percent agree. Yep. Yeah. The main thing it's got going against is distance. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I totally... If, if Loons were in the position where, like, Bence is, it'd probably be number one. It absolutely could be, yeah. Yeah, either yeah, that I mean, or... It's a great bar, clean, excellent atmosphere, good food. It's just so fucking far away. Yeah, I know. It's like you, you either got to pay $5 for a fucking Uber or you're just, you're just hoofing it. In my current condition, I can't even fucking go to Loons. Without yeah, dropping serious money. Do they have a handicap ramp? Uh, you just go around to the back. Like, yeah, no, it's that bad. That's a steep incline into that parking garage, too. Yep, that's part of the reason they were uh, my number two, is because they are yeah. maybe... Well, Turf is definitely the least ADA-accessible bar. That's a fact. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, on a scale of 1 to 10, it is a zero for ADA accessibility. Exactly. All right. And I think we all know what the number one is. Me and Ryan number agreed one, on it. Of course. He's Cornerstone Loft and Grill. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. I love it. I mean, can you beat Saturday Buckets? Oh, we didn't even talk about Saturday Buckets. Yeah. Saturday Buckets. Huh? The only thing yeah. that could possibly beat Saturday Buckets is fucking Sunday Drafts. Yeah. Yeah. I fucking love that. I'm going to probably hit those up this weekend. Both of them. Oh, yeah. All right, Sean. Well, that was uh, that was very much like mine. I had turf at four and then big play at five because I refused to put R.J. Bentley's on a top five list um, oh, out of principle. Man. Got a big play. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. The new kid in town. Big play. All right. Well, I'm going to have to reconvene with my, uh, my team of advisors and come back to you with the real definitive list next week because you give me a lot to think about with big yep. play. Yep, and the Milk Boy facts, but you already got Milk Boy at three, but... All right, Sean. Well, always a pleasure. We're gonna get off now because we got a lot of other callers waiting. So, right. thank you. Say goodbye, to, say goodbye to Hot Buns for me. My moral support. Still here. Still here helping out. Hot Buns, you did great, sweetie. Thank you. Thank you. Moral support right here. All right. Bye bye. Great talk. Love you guys. Bye bye. Can you fucking believe that that could put Bents as high as he did? Disgusting. Fucking turf, turf up there. I mean, I added a four, but the no. nerve. All right. Let's uh let's move on to topic number two. Oh wait, we wanted uh we we had another caller. Ooh. Yeah. Great. Now, this is another good word on the street. I trust his word. This is Nick Larson, everybody. Hey Nick, you're on Thoughts on Thoughts. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing fine, I'm doing fine. How are y'all? We're doing fucking great. We're uh we're going through our top five bars in college parks still. It's going really well. A lot of good debate. And uh, we want to hear from you, though. 
So let's start from five and go up to one. What are you thinking? Say, no, I'm gonna have to say turf. Hmm. Okay, that's fair. Uh, four. I'm gonna go with. Let's think about this. Um, go with Milk Boy Four. Yeah. Um, fence three, Cornerstone two, and obviously without a doubt, Loons number one. Okay. I mean, mm, I we don't know both, about that like, one. Agreements, obviously, a lot of love for Loonies and Cornerstone here. Yeah. I think putting Milk Boy above Bentleys is a little elitist, but hey, that's just I me. I didn't even put Bentleys in my list. I refuse to put Bentleys in my fucking top five list because that place, as I have reiterated several times over, is complete garbage. It's foul. Yeah. I hate it. Yeah, nobody wants to be at Bentleys. There's so many people in the fraternity. We've got a guy sitting here. Ryan Ruchek works at Bentley's. He, he hates himself. Like, he can't even, yeah. Can't even stomach it. He can't even stomach it. And um, what else did you put? So where did I, you put Turf at five? You know, yeah, I, I'm going to I'm gonna trade that with Benz. I'm going to put Turf at three and, and Benz at five. Okay. I didn't, I didn't think that one through enough. I wasn't expecting no. to get a top five. Well, well, I, could t- I could tell you didn't think that through, Nick, because Turf is fucking lit. <laughs> You know, Turf's kind of lit, um, but kind of kind of sketchy. Big kinda, sketchy. Kind of elitist, more so than Milk Boy. That's been coming up a lot. Turf's elitism, and I think that's a great that's a great way to describe it because they are no better than Bets, but yeah. they are elitist. And uh, we definitely had we had Cornerstone. We've talked to Ryan, me, and Sean have all had Cornerstone as number one, and Loons at number two, I believe. Obviously, uh, Nick does have a slight bias there. He I'll has, give him that, you know. His girlfriend works at Loons, so yeah, that's that's 30% fair. 30% off discount. Fuck. Can't argue with that. Yeah, no, that, that more than covers the Uber. Fuck. All right, well. Thank you, Nick. It's thank good you, Nick. Here, everybody. Good. Yeah, no problem. Glad to weigh in on this. Yeah, great discussion. Thanks for coming on the show, Nick. All right. Do you want to do, are you doing bars or you all right, moving on to topic number right. two. Sorry, just had to convene with uh, one of our, our spectators here, but we are moving on to our second topic. Let me uh, let me drop everything in the in the group chat. Make sure everybody knows. We have um, Mr. Seth Jacobs, I believe. Um, he went out to make a grilled cheese, but we have Ryan Ruschek sitting here watching us. So. That was a very good top five bars. I really had a lot of fun. I think I learned a few things. Right, Ryan? Yeah, a lot of good, uh, unique perspectives about the different drinking establishments all throughout College Park, Maryland. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, no, that was great. So next, we're going to switch gears a little bit, get into, you know, some art. And what better art on a week like this? We are going to be analyzing the top Carter albums by none other than Tunchi himself, the master, the man, Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne, baby. The Carter Ooh, 5 just came Mula, out baby. this week. So, uh, pretty fitting. Mm-hmm. Will, you want to start off with your number one Carter album? Number one Carter album. Best best one there is, in my opinion. And this could come up to debate, because it's really kind of between two here. I'm going the Carter 4. And uh, let me read you some of the tracks on this album. We've got Blunt Blowing, Mega Man, Six Foot, Seven Foot, She Will, John, 
How to Love, President Carter, Mirror, like, banger alert, what does this record not have? You know? Uh, I believe it does not have six foot, seven foot. I'm pretty sure that's on Carter 3, Will. No, I'm looking at it on Spotify right now. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I might be the one confused there, then. But, yeah, I mean, I, I put Carter 3 as, or, I'm sorry, Carter 4, rank in my number two spot, actually. But, yeah, yeah. I mean, great tracks. That was, like, prime, you know, middle, middle school, high school, Lil Wayne. Oh, yeah. At, his, at the top of the game. Yep. And I know which one you had as number one, and it's my number two. It's Carter yeah. 3. So I had Carter 3 as my number one overall Carter album. Yeah. I mean, Jack was just bringing fire. You had O'Milly, you had Mr. Carter, Dr. Mm-hmm. Carter, mm-hmm. Let the Beat Build, mm-hmm. How to Love. Great Long album. Pop. And yeah, there's there's almost not really a bad song on either of those two albums. No, they are magic. And I mean, those were really Carter at the top of his game. Prime time rhymes. Fuck yeah. And, uh, yeah, I think there's going to be a lot of agreement there. Yep. And um, so next, I think we're probably just about the same on this ranking. We're going to go through it real quick. But next is Carter 5, New Kid on the Block, new, Wayne's newest album. Uh, if you haven't listened to it, I recommend you give it a listen. Long delayed because of debates with uh, Birdman and, and Lil Wayne. I fucking love this album. I was I was considering putting it over some of the others. Oh, we got a caller coming in. We'll have to call him back. But, um, yeah, what are your thoughts on the Carter 5, Ryan? Carter 5 was great. Uh, my favorite song, Uproar, is just super fun. You could definitely play that kind of song at a party. Uh, and then there's obviously some more serious stuff. The intro was with the voicemail from his mom. Um, Can't Be Broken was a great song. Yeah, and loved that. I liked the Snoop Dogg feature. I loved this. That's my favorite song on the album. A lot of people like the Kendrick Lamar one. I mean, that's... I didn't think it was that great, but okay. it's a crowd pleaser. Uproar yeah. is fantastic. Um, and then Let It Fly with Travis Scott is another great one. So, incredible album. Not going to doubt that. But, uh, fr- frankly, it doesn't hold weight against the, the, the first two that we talked about. Those are just oh, those are on another yeah. level. Um, so, ranking number four for me, I actually had the Carter one, or just the Carter. Um, there was definitely some, some fire on that album you obviously had uh go dj bring it back ain't that a bitch yeah and uh, there's some fun songs go dj is still so fun to listen to yeah Even, what seven 16 15 years later um it's obviously not the same type of style as carter three or four um but those are kind of unique in and of themselves mm-hmm. but uh yeah what about you so i actually had the carter two at my number four and that, okay. with me, it was a pretty close race between us. I mean, they all have good songs on it. You kind of see the modern Lil Wayne start to come out. My big reason here, Hustler music. Not the song itself, but because of the fire fucking Office remix of that song that came out. You know, where, where it has the Office theme, but it's also Lil Wayne rap into it. We'll plug that song, you know, in our, in our SoundCloud, maybe get some kickbacks for it. But great song if you know what I'm talking about. <coughs> Excuse me. And that's what did it for Carter 2 for me. Yeah, I could definitely see that. So obviously we had our, our last, our fourth and fifth rankings flip-flopped. Um, and off Carter 2, you had Best Rapper Alive and yeah. uh, Fireman. So those, those are two songs that definitely bring me back to to my childhood. Love listening to those. Big time. Probably two of the songs that got me into rap music overall. Yeah, that's fair. 
Um, yeah. So we actually had a caller a couple minutes ago, and I'm going to call him back now, see what his thoughts on this are. Everybody. We need a uh, producer for this. Yep. This is the, yes, we do. I wonder what happened to our producer. Anyone say anything about a contract dispute? Oh, here he is. This is the Soup Shotgunner himself, Samurai Joe. It's Joey Ha. You're on Thoughts on Thoughts, motherfucker. How you doing? What's up, Thoughts on Thoughts? I'm doing well. Currently sitting on the toilet, so I'm going to make this short, like a five-minute speech. Go through it, bro. You're doing Carter albums, right? I understand you guys are ranking the Carter Carter albums from 1 to 5, correct? Yes, sir. We both agree with that. So Carter oh, three was Ryan's number. Athlete. Yeah, no, Carter three was Ryan was Ryan's number one. It was my number two behind Carter four. Um, but yeah, that's those are definitely the peak albums. Good shit. I mean, what, what do you guys take on this? Like, I want to hear your thoughts. We um, so we had Carter three and Carter four as our our top two, and we each had them in different orders. Carter five oh. was the middle, number three. And then Ryan had Carter 1 and then Carter 2. I had Carter 2 and then Carter 1. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So we all got like similar, um, similar rankings, I would say. No doubt, no doubt. So why did you put the Carter 5 down at uh, number 4? What would you think of that album? So, so I kind of looked at the music industry and the rap, like rap game in general, along with the transitions of Wayne's career. Um... I, to me, like, part of five, like, it seemed a little repetitive. Uh, I don't know, like... It's a big-ass album. Flair. Yeah. There wasn't much flair to it, anything, um, anything eye-catching. Um, yeah, makes especially sense. Like, like, especially, like, during the times of, like, now, um, if you compare the Carter to, like, back when the rap game was just starting to lift off, you know, I would she say, like, Carter two had a a revolutionary vision. It was a little bit ahead of its time. I agree but like, with that. Now, like looking at it now, the Carter Five seems like it, it fits with like our time in a way. Does that make sense? For me, I mean, a lot of people said it was a victory lap. And there's a lot of there's a lot of throwbacks and a lot of his sound that kind of goes back to his style in Carter Three and Four. Obviously, a lot of soul samples, mm-hmm. you know, loud thumping beats. I think the um, the Swiss beats. Uh, feature and uproar is definitely kind of circle like 2006 2007 type rap um which is even earlier yeah. than that but yeah it was it was definitely yeah, a lot awesome. of throwbacks. fun to listen to yeah i don't think he took as many risks on it um he didn't yeah but it was it was still a good album yeah I'm, i agree but the reason why i've really put the harder to um third place yeah is because it was um 
interesting to know the transition from like southern style of rap, you know, like kind of like the non witty lyric lyricism and the classic like southern type of beat transition yeah. into the Carter Three. Uh, it was just a good like transformation in a way for for me or for him, and um, it, I was just like happy to see that transition. I agree. You bring up good points, Joey. Well, unfortunately, we, uh, we're running a little behind schedule, so we're going to go. But thank you so much for your input. We hey, good hearing from you, Joey. Yeah. No, fuck your pounded, bro. All right. Later. Thank you. Later. See you, folks. Great guy, you know? Yeah, fucking savage, too. Fucking savage is right. Woo. Yeah. All right. So we're going into top five, number three. And we're doing dance moves. Yup. So this, uh, this is going to be a little fun. We'll probably go through this pretty quick. I don't think we have a guest, but um, how about I, can I go with my uh, number five? Yep. So we're doing worst to best on this one. My number five is the Dougie. Oh, so, love that one. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, that's definitely like prime middle school, high school type dance. Super fun. And, uh, you want to hit a wait, little Dougie? Oh, a little Dougie for the video listeners. Woo! Wow. How about you, Will? Number five. Uh, um, my number five was the whip. Mm. Staple at any party. You see your homie across the room. Whip. Yup. And uh, that's one of those dance moves that they can tell me it's gotten old as many times as they want. It's never gonna get old. It's never. I'm never gonna stop whipping ever. Ever. That's just the haters like, talking. Your first kid's coming out of your wife and comes out, just hit the whip right in front of the doctor. Oh, hey. Good yeah. stuff. No, good times all around. My number four, kind of an odd answer. My number four dance move is the going to the bathroom really quick. So, uh, you want to elaborate on that one? Yeah, you're at a party, kind of sucks. Maybe you're not having fun. Maybe you don't know anyone there. So uh, you're on the dance move, making some moves, and you're just like, fuck it, I'm going to the bathroom. Chill there for a Go to the bathroom real quick, calm down for a sec, and then come out and bring back your best stuff. Yep, maybe a little bit of sink water. You ever drink a little sink water in the bathroom? Just bring it back to yourself, splash. Splash it on your face. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's that's rejuvenation right there. That's a good one. I didn't think of that one. So mine, I went a little traditional here. My number four, the Millie Rock. Ooh, baby. Yeah, this is a relatively new one. I fucking love it. So last year, I got Kevin to teach me how to do the Millie Rock. I mean, I'd say I'm pretty good at it. Hit it at perfect for family weddings or like basement parties. It's so versatile. That's the best part of it. Yeah. Yeah. Playboy Cardi action. I oh, like that. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. All right. For number three, I have Gangnam Style. Oh. This dance, obviously from the song Gangnam Style, was absolute fire when it came out. It took over the internet for like a week. Like, this dance was crazy. Obviously, like a, a K-pop type song that got popular in U.S. culture. And it was just song. fucking blast. Yeah. Just, just skipping what? around, what? What? galloping around, doing Gangnam style. Oh, yeah. Fire. Great choice. Great choice. 
Um, so my number three was a personal favorite. It's the dab. We all know the dab. That's the kind of shit where I'll pull that dance move anywhere. Doesn't even have to. I don't even have to be dancing. I'm at work. I work a, de- a boring desk job two days a week, full time days. Bunch of thirty year old women around me. I'll lock eyes across the room with one of them. Dab. Boom. Yeah. Fucking no, gets I, me I through have the day. Somewhere in this top five as well. Uh, yeah, as you said, super versatile. Plus, those videos on like Twitter on the internet with those awkward cross country kids. Oh yeah. Yeah. Great. I love when the Fox newscasters try and dab. That it's the best when old people try to dab. So awkward. Fucking wonderful. Uh, what is your number two? My number two is the stanky leg. Um, Oh, that's a good one. It's kind of like the Dougie. The song came out. I forget the artist. It was like we don't was it we done boys or something like that. Stanky leg, and uh, you just kind of let that leg yeah. hang, and and uh, it's perfect for people you know who might have been injured, maybe maybe torn an ACL or something. Your your legs already feeling kind of limp, and you just shake that thing in a circle. Do the stanky leg. Yeah, if I do that now with one of my legs, it'll fucking break. But uh, it's it's still a good dance. Yeah. All right. All right. Me too. So speaking of broken leg, my number two is my new set of dance moves for crutches. So if, for those of you that don't follow me on my Snapchat or, you know, you know, on my social media, I went to a dated event. I was on my crutches, you know, just a few days off of surgery. But I'm not going to miss it. Everyone's thinking this kid can barely, like, he can't even walk. His dancing is going to suck. I come out. I'm kicking my crutches up. I'm clapping them together. I'm fucking jumping on my crutches. Fist pumping them. I went to turf a couple of days after that and was fist pumping my crutch into the air. They almost kicked me out for it. It was so fucking fun. So it's any dance move involving crutches, that's my number two. Stand up for you, believe in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they can't tell me to stop because that is ableist. Yeah, and uh, you already mentioned this, but my number one is the dab. Again, yeah. so versatile, so fun. You can do it anywhere. You can be in church and dab. Fuck yeah. All that. So I dab with you. Yeah. Right on the cross, just bring that arm Ooh. in. Jesus probably dabbed. No doubt. Yeah. Um, All the time. Oh yeah. So my number one, a little controversial, a lot like your go to the bathroom one. Mine is the Kai Fi signature standing on your phone in the corner, not interacting with anybody. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, come on, show me the love for that. That you know. That is a move. <laughs> Typical Kai-Fi party. A bunch of people just sitting on their fucking phones. Go talk to fucking chicks, man. You know, yeah, I, I love having, it, though. If you're not having fun at a party, you're probably not a fun person. There, I, I agree. I agree. But I'm not the one who's doing it. I'm just saying as a third party, watching people doing it, incredibly entertaining. Because it reminds me how much better I am than them. <laughs> All right, we got a caller coming in right now. I'm going to pick it up now. This is the Kevin Osei calling in. What's up, Kev? This is Will and Ryan. We're here on Thoughts on Thoughts. We're happy to hear from you, bud. We're doing the top five dance moves. Say hello to the people and tell us what you want to say. Hello, people. You know, I'm Kevin. You know, the one and only. The one and only. The jerk. I don't know if I've ever heard of this. What is the jerk? Is that the... 
I think I know that. I know that, move. I know that dance move. Okay. I guess I'm not cool enough. Fuck. Oh, it's the foot one. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a very underrated dance, I would say. Well, that's a good pick. Do you have that at number one or number five? Uh, I would say five. Okay, five. okay. What's your four? I mean, if you want to cop around, you can just do like any. Which one? The doggy. Oh yeah. The doggy. Ryan had the doggy, no doubt. Oh, the twist. Good call. I like that. Me too, me too. What about the, I don't know what, how you pronounce, is it like the show? show? Oh, the block boy. Oh, the shoot, yes, yeah, yeah, that's a very good dance as well. Yeah. Very great dance. Top five, yeah. Uh, yeah, a lot of dance stuff, you know, Harlem Shake, all them good stuff. Oh, Harlem. Wait, isn't the Harlem Shake just, like, spazzing the fuck out? Like, I thought that was no, the like, point Harlem of it. Real, real oh, okay. Dude, okay. remember when the Harlem Shake took over the internet for, like, a year? Yeah. And there'd just be people <laughs> standing around, they'd start, like, dancing. Oh, that's fucking crazy. Oh, that was cool. I did one with my wrestling team. It was pretty weird, but... That sounds not, like it's so Not gay. Not in a gay way, but, uh... Yeah, it's pretty fun. So, yeah. Fuck turf. Yep, love that. Good hearing from you, Kev. Yeah, good talking to you guys. Thanks, Kevin. All right. All right, we got about a top two and a half from Kev. That's good. And uh, let's move on to the next one. Ooh. So, we've had Seth Jacobs sitting in the room here for almost the entire podcast. And he's come with one purpose, and that is to defend the honor of something he holds very dear in our next segment. So, without further ado, we're going into the top five drinking games of all time. So we're going to do a uh, standard five to one here. Just going to circle around the three of us. Uh, Ryan, you can start. You're, you're the away team. Yeah, uh, my number five is uh, going to be baseball. Uh, it's a super fun game, team sport, obviously, and it's also America's pastime. Where you can also get hammered. So it's a lot of fun, Ooh. a lot of pressure. Kind of double whammy there, yeah. You're playing offense and defense, plus you can hit dingers. So that's my number five. Love that. Love that. Seth? Yeah, so I was going to say my number five is beer ball. Overplayed. Ooh. It's an overplayed game. I love it. A lot of fun, a lot of action, but uh, just lately it's too much. But yeah. Big mm. fan of it, like once in a while. So oh, shit. I've got to tell people that the drinking game one starts now. Um, so. My number five is actually just the normal standard 10-cup beer pong. And I think that's just reliable. It's a staple, obviously. you got to be good at it. If you're going to be good at the rest of these games, you got to get the basics down first. So Old Reliable is number five on this, no question. Yeah, no, no, similar to that. My number four is Old Reliable Flip Cup. Now, no, uh, no weird variations, just two teams, anywhere from three to eight people. Uh, just top speed race, no, no survivor, nothing like that. Cause it's one of those games where, you know, if you have a bad player, they can really drag you down. It's definitely, a, it's one of the more skilled drinking games. Um, and you really got to house your beer to get that speed advantage. So yeah. that's, that's why it's coming in at number four for me. Good pick. Good pick. 
My number four would be regular six cup bomb. Six cup? You know, back to freshman year in the dorms, you throw six cups on like the dressers, just play, good times, you know. So you like start your drinking games, big fan, so give number four. Yeah, that's, that's fair. I'm not much of a six cup guy, but that's that's fair. Um, so my number four is a little bit out of left field here. I've got Loco Ball at number four. Not wanna make sure everyone hears correctly. Not beer ball. Not overused beer ball. We're talking loco ball. If you do not puke and black out in the middle of this game, you're not playing it right. It's fucking loco ball. Love it. Just and for those of you that don't know, it's it's beer ball. You hit the ball with the you hit the can with the ball, except with four locos. Insane. Very fun game. Very fun game. That brings me to my number three, which is a bit of a prehistoric drinking game, actually. Point and drink. Oh. So, yeah, this game's as simple as it sounds. You see someone not drinking, you point at them, and they have to drink. Uh, it's super fun, super relaxed, not a ton of rules. And uh, But if, uh, if you're in a bad mood and people see that, they might just fuck you up, get you in a good yep. mood. So yep, yep, that's fair. Everyone stays drinking, so that's why it's number three for me. Pure competition. That's what I love about it. Nothing there. No cups, balls, dice, whatever shit to distract you. Just point and drink. That simple. Anyone can play. You know, your your two-year-old son can play. Anybody. Yeah. All right, Seth, All right, what's My yours? number three is 21 Cup. 21 Cup's a good game. It takes some skill. You involve six people instead of four. So it's, you know, community. If you're drinking with your boys, like, you have more than four. It's good for that. It's mm-hmm. fun. Fast-paced. I think it's a great game overall. So I love 21 takes Cup. number three. 21 Cup's a lot higher on the list for me. Hey, when we when we got three alphas right here, we know the importance of including a big oh, group. Oh yeah, we do have three alphas right here, three daddies. For those of you that don't know, Seth is the current Kai-Fi president. Ryan's the uh, uh, last one, and I was the one before that. So look at that, folks. Um, so that if you if you didn't respect our opinions before, you should now because this is Not three a lot guys. Big who, swinging dicks in this room. Big swinging dicks, been around the block. You know, good energy. So my number three this is another kind of weird one, but I love it. Survivor Flip Cup. So intense. So much fun. This is one that really only comes out during like a beer Olympics, but think Flip Cup except every time your side loses, you lose a person. And you keep the cup. So that's one more cup that you guys have to, some person has to double up their cups. So very, very, very intense game. A lot of fun. If you're good, you get hammered. So it rewards you being a good player. Love that. Yeah, no, I love to hear that. Uh, my number two is Boat Race. Ooh, good one. Now, this game, I'm not going to explain all the rules. It's a little bit more harder to explain, but uh, it's basically a combination between six-cup pong and flip-cup. Yeah. Um, it's a lot of fun. Also a team game. You have, you know, five, six guys, uh, and everyone's always drinking. You mm-hmm. a little bit of offense, a little bit of defense. It's, it's like the ultimate gladiator drinking game. Yeah. I, I totally agree. Love me some Boat Race. Seth? My number two has got to be Slap Cup. Yeah. High energy, gets everyone involved. If you're good, like you can just fuck someone over so easily. Oh yeah. And it's just so it's just a lot of fun. It gets wild and yep. just cups flying everywhere. Probably this my second favorite game of all time. Yeah, I know. That's that's definitely my number two as well, no question. It's Slap Cup, aka Rage Cage, meaning you get you get you and your boy in between somebody that sucks at the game, you're just holding a fucking clinic you are gonna put them in the hospital if you keep that shit up love it love it i'm hungry all right that's great pick. now just 
small asterisks on it. Not Stack Cup. Stack Cup. That game sucks. Sub, subpar. Bottom tier game, if you ask me. So let's get into it. Moment we've all been waiting for. It's number one. You do your number two? I did my number two. It's, I, I was also Slap Cup. Oh, okay. My number one is Beer Die. This game is not typically played by some of our guys, but Beer Die is one of the ultimate gentlemen's drinking games. You can play it standing up. It's a game of skill, game of heavy drinking, game of teamwork. Um, and probably, at least in our fraternity, it's a little underrated, honestly. Super yeah, fun. It. Play it outside. Play it. You can play it sitting down in a chair if you want. Uh, it's honestly one of the one of the best drinking games. That's why I have ranked number one. And uh, yeah, hmm. I don't think I've ever played beer die. I've neither. Yeah, but I've heard it's just beer ball with a dice. Oh no! Oh whoa! Sorry Not to offend you. Yeah. All right. Well, Seth, let's hear right, yours. So I've been waiting for. So, oh, yeah. little origin story. So back in the day, sophomore year. You know, it's when you move out from your freshman friends from the floor, so you want to do something to get everyone together, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, like, let's do, like, a beer Olympics at our place in the quad, right? Okay. So we get set up, right? And there's just, like, there's so many of those beer Olympics, right? But I love wine. Wine's a great beer Olympics tool. You know, it gets you fucked up. It's good to drink. Yeah. It's fun. But you can't just incorporate wine into beer Olympics without doing something special, right? Yeah. So that's when my little brainchild decided to work, and I came up with 20 wine cup. So you heard it here first, okay? So it's 21 cup, but instead of beer, it's wine. So it's just as fun. But every shot made is you suffer a little bit. So oh, yeah. you get a little scared. You play more defense. And it's just high stakes, high reward. So that's okay. by my, far my favorite. I'm trying to incorporate it more into stuff, but there's a lot of pushback. But by far the best I'm a game fan. I've ever played. I'm a fan. I think that game would be perfect at the end of like a beer Olympics. It would when be. everyone's destroyed. Yeah. You know, it's, it's win or fucking die at that point. And that's when 20 wine cup. Works. And Seth, if you're getting pushed back, you gotta stand up for what I you do. believe in. Yep. Yeah, don't let them tread on you, bud. Uh, mine, uh, mine was twenty one cup, but I could easily, I could include twenty one cup into that. Any cu- twenty one cup it. rapid fire oh, type my. game is is my number one. I just love the energy from it. And twenty one cup, we're gonna have to try that this weekend or something. So. Well, yeah. that was uh, that was a good discussion. I think we all brought some some interesting games to the table. Thanks for um, having me. Yeah, Appreciate thanks it. for coming, Seth. Thanks for coming, Seth. All right. Well, we've got one more now. One more top five. So uh, this is very fitting. It's obviously our fifth episode, and we're doing top fives. And this is our fifth topic, so we thought we'd tie it all back to the title of our podcast. We're doing top five thoughts of all time. All time, all recorded history and pop culture, anything. All right, so let's let's get into this. We you start it. with this one, Will. I'll start with the okay. My number five of top thoughties of all time, our girl Nicki Minaj. Big old thoughty. She's been uh. in the rap game for a long time. She has had some beef with Cardi B. There was a, a shoe involved, I believe. Someone threw a shoe. And in her last album, she called up pretty much the entire industry. You know, she's been a, she's been a bad thoughty for years and years. And she's earned the title of Queen Thought of the of the rap game right now. So that is my number five. And uh, just to let the, the listeners know, we did not talk about these beforehand. And I actually had Nicki Minaj on my list. So I'm going to pivot from know. that. But uh, great minds definitely do think alike. Yeah. 
But anyways, my number five, going back a little bit in time, Cleopatra. Oh, good one. Definitely big thought. Fought against all the all the great Romans, like descendant of Alexander the Great, lost in battles to Julius Caesar, ruled Egypt, total bad bitch. Didn't she bang Mark Anthony too? Yeah. Oh yeah. Had yeah. kids with them too. Woo. I like that. That's a good pick. So that's my number five. Wow, good stuff. I'm loving this already. So my number four. Now I wasn't sure about the name. This is the who I thought it was, but I'm gonna explain. My number four is Lil Kim. Who here remembers Lil' Kim? This was the woman that Notorious B.I.G. had a relationship with. And then, when the Tupac and Biggie beef got a little bad, you see this picture come out of Tupac with Lil' Kim on his lap, you know, being a thought, at a party. Just the ultimate way to say fuck you to Biggie. Just, I got your girl right here. She a thought, thought, thought. And, you know, I'm better than you because of it. So, I mean, just, yeah. yeah, I know. Just just thought move um, in general. But, you know, that she made the list. That's fair. Yeah. yeah my, my number four, newer, is mm-hmm. uh, Bad Barbie. Oh, so I had her and then I took her off. Yeah, I had her. She obviously became famous on uh, that episode of Dr. Phil, Total White Trash. Garbage. But uh, I'll give her this. She totally rode that wave of a uh, that wave of publicity straight to the top. Yeah, she's like Instagram famous, dropping like a rap album or something like that. Yep. So using using her hatred of her own family, she uh, she achieved fame. So it's terrible, but uh, yeah, that's the American dream right there. Yeah. Fuck yeah, she's only like fourteen, right? She's, she's like seventeen. Young. I don't think so. maybe. She's like 15 years old. Yeah. Watch out. Yeah. Watch out, you. All right. So next, my number three. I had to do a little historical research like you with Cleopatra on this one. My number three, Helen of Troy. The very thought that the Trojan War and subsequent wars, it all started with her. If you have entire wars worth of men fighting over you several times over – you are a fucking thought. I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. You're a thought. Queen, but also fucking thought. Um, All right. My number three, not in the bad sense of the word, of thought, but Hugh Hefner. Ooh, yeah. Absolute, absolute legend of the industry. Started it all. Changed the game. Man thought. I think he's had sex with like over 2,000 different women. Literally has a mansion where... Models come and live with him. Yeah, I mean that's alive? the ultimate. Oh, no, that's the ultimate power move. Yeah, R.I.P. Hugh Hefner, but great, great pick. Total man thought. I love him. Um, so I kind of had the same idea with my number two. You'll like this one. It's your homeboy Ryan. I got Tiger Woods and number oh. two for all time thoughts. We all know the stories. You know he's he's banging strippers and cocktail waitresses left and right. His wife finds out about it, comes at him with a nine iron. You know, we think he's done. You see him a few years later getting a DUI on all kinds of painkillers and shit. You, I, I thought he was down for the count, but Tiger's back. He's, he's winning. Back, baby. He's winning championships. Amazing. This Won the fucking, tour championships, second yep. in the Ryder Cup. A little disappointing, or sorry, second in the FedEx Cup. 
a little disappointed in the Ryder Cup, but yeah. he's just, he's a legend. Yeah, yeah, absolute legend. Um, so who's your number two? Number two, D. Girl. Reynolds. D. Reynolds. Yeah. Good one. Obviously no D. Reynolds from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. She's the bird of the gang of guys. Bird. Doesn't always fit in, but uh, she has her moments. I like Definitely D. alcoholic. Yep. Definitely a little us. Uh, Definitely a little low, low self-esteem, a little insecure, but uh, yeah, I think she fits perfectly into the modern definition of a thought. So I number like two, that. I like that. <laughs> All right, well here we are. We're already here. We're in number one. What's gonna be? What's your number two? My number Are two is Tiger five? Woods. Yeah, Tiger Woods. Compare, compare. And my number one thought in the universe: Elastigirl from The Incredibles. <laughs> Fucking thick, mama, absolute, thoughty. I haven't seen the second movie. I've heard great things. She's an empowered woman in the second movie from what I can tell. And, you know, she's just a bad thoughty. And and I love her, you know. Hey, who says a woman can't have a great career and have a great family? And be a thought. Nobody. Yeah. Because she proves them wrong. So who's your number one? My number one, Benedict Arnold. Absolutely really? traitorous, worst thought of all time, traitor to the United States. And obviously you can't say a good thing about him. Um, you know, even some of these other names we listed, obviously, you know, a lot of great things you can say, even if they're a thought. But, I mean, really, when he, I thought of him, I was like, no, worst person of all time. Yeah. Traitor to the greatest country on earth. I, I love that answer. I think that is a perfect number one answer. Um, Thank all you. right. Well, that was great. That uh, that wraps up pretty much all of our content. So, um, allow me a second. We are going to pull up the prayer, as is tradition. We're going to finish this episode off the way Jesus Himself intended. Hey, real quick, I want to give a shout out to uh, James Heinsoft yep. for writing me a letter. Writing me a letter. Bluetooth pairing mode Whoops, is off. Little technical difficulties. My bad. Go ahead. But yeah, he wrote me a letter. So shout out to James, shout out to Andrew Sheehan for coming to Wisconsin. Yep. Um, and yeah, let's hear that Bible verse. All right, let me pull it up real quick. So we look into uh, Ephesians book 5, verse 11. Take no part in the unfruitful works of darkness, but instead, and the Lord said, expose them. Am I right, girls? Yeah. So that is our Bible verse. Hey, he didn't have he didn't have to go that hard, but he did. He went he went real hard. Um. All right. So we are going to finish up here, guys. Thank you so much for listening. We're gonna play you out with some more Halloween tunes. And absolute uh, pleasure. Yep. Loved it. Everyone, have a good night. You did the monster From my laboratory in the castle east To the master bedroom where the vampires feast The girls all came from their humble abode To get a jolt from my electrode They did the They did the monster man It was a graveyard smash They did the It caught on in a flag They did the They did the monster man. The zombies were heavy.